still got one man up and Jonathan Joseph comes straight through the middle. Got Mike Brown to beat at the last line of defence and here goes Joseph. Joseph's going to get over. Watson goes on the outside. Oh, Watson goes Hello and welcome to the Bath Rugby Plug, the rugby podcast by the fans for the fans, plugging the boys in blue, black and white. Wow. Tom, the afternoon after, the day before, coming to you live from La Rochelle. Yes, we did make it out here. I am joined as ever by my good friend and fellow Bath fan, Tom. How are you, mate? We've we've battled. It's been it's been an adventure. COVID tests. Rosé, cheese, <laughs> meat—it's been a hard struggle, but yeah, we've we're we're here, and it's been it's it's been a, it's been a hell of a weekend. You know, disappointing not to be joined by more 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 bar fans, but maybe we're just too stupid for our own good, G. <laughs> yeah, we have definitely definitely uh, shown the thick and thin motto um, this this weekend, Tom. As I say, in in La Rochelle to watch Bath's defeat. Strangely, it doesn't feel like a defeat given how fun a weekend we've had. But to watch the boys play yesterday, we were the only Bath fans in that in that ground. And yeah, I think Tom, we booked this what before Christmas, a few yeah, months six ago, six months ago, maybe. six months ago maybe, and we're probably too lazy to sort out any cancellation and refunds. <laughs> and then sudden, suddenly, we're allowed into the country. Our laziness has paid off. Do you want to explain how we? how we actually ended up getting tickets and all that kind of thing because I mean the club's come through for us haven't they yeah so I think it's important to say here we are um, recording at five o'clock La Rochelle time and um, I think this is going to be more of our thoughts about the adventure we have been on over the last few weeks uh, (laughs) last few weeks the last few days as opposed to in-depth analysis about the game I'm not sure we're in a position yeah I think after a few lethers there's there's no incisive analysis (laughs) I mean, to be honest, G, you know, I'll, I'll say this to you now, but there's no insights from last game from you at any point <laughs> across the 120 episodes that we've done. <laughs> but possibly not. I mean, the, the game's a little bit hazy and not just because of the fog. It's a good line, wasn't it? <laughs> the, uh, but you explain, how do we get in? Yeah, so we had booked this, um, as we say, a few months ago and we hadn't cancelled anything. We were holding out hope. We had people telling us that Macron was going to make a statement to say we could get in. And obviously, we uh, English tourists were allowed into the country as of Friday. So we flew to Nantes and then we got a train from Nantes down to La Rochelle. Now, obviously, it was widely reported that only 5,000 fans were going to be let into the ground. And that was going to be purely hospitality from a La Rochelle point of view. And so the tickets that we had bought were invalid and I think it is credit to Bath Rugby who came through for us in a massive spot and we messaged them to say look we are going to get to the ground we will get to the city can you get us in and they put us in contact with someone in La Rochelle and sorted us out with tickets and that was a credit to Bath and we were amongst the 5,000 people who were lucky enough to, to, to be in that ground yesterday. Yeah, and it, it, we've been critical in the past of Bath for, for, for various reasons, as in off the field. You know, we've been critical of how they've handled the media, been critical about how they've been not as transparent as they could have been and as other clubs have been about stuff like injuries, about just being open with the fans who ultimately make the the bedrock of the club and, and, and pay the players' wages, etc. 
and they they really come they've really come through for us and it was it was it, it was it was it was brilliant so after after the game well actually even in the warm up they were they acknowledged us we were we were there clapping them on when they were in in the fog in La Rochelle we went to the other end of the ground to watch them warm up it it, it did feel a little bit like it was lambs to the slaughters i mean some La Rochelle are a, a pretty beastly beastly unit and they you know it was it was a we didn't feel like we had any chance of any chance of winning that game but i think yeah the way that the players acted after the game in coming over to 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 see us and i mean on on social media Bath Rugby put out a, a few a couple of tweets but one at the end of the game recognizing the fact that we'd come out and there's a, there's a great picture of the uh, the whole or most of the team in in front of the the state the, the the stand where we're where, where we're stood so yeah i mean ma- you've got to say massive credit to them those are the sorts of things where it doesn't cost them anything to do that it's but it's just something that it just it just makes you want to be a fan it makes you want to support them no matter what happens so fair, fair play to them and it was it was it was it was you know, it, it, it just it just makes you want to be a bar fan, G. Yeah, and I think you know you can go on social media now and have a look at that photo, the the La Rochelle Five, as as we've been called in in many parts. Myself, obviously, you, Tom, and well, uh, one thing on that photo before we carry on, it looks like all five of us are severely obese. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like because we've got our, we will get our bath shirts on the outside of our jumpers, and I'm I'm on the, I've got a raincoat on about four layers underneath that, and I've got my bath shirt underneath, and it looks like I'm about 25 stone. I'm not. I'm only about 15, <laughs> but it, <laughs> less than that actually now. Well, maybe not after this long weekend, but it, it looks it looks like we're all we're all monstrously at peace, but we're not, and it. <laughs> It was fucking cold, wasn't it? It was. It was absolutely. <laughs> and you could barely see the fog <laughs> on the. On, I think the t on the TV. Looking back at the highlights of La Rochelle scoring, we it looked uh, visibility looked bad, but in person it was even worse. There were points where we could not see what was going on. We were sat in the stands <laughs> behind the post watching the big screen, freezing. They wasn't saying alcohol on the ground as well, so we had no drinks in hand. And there was a point where we thought, what, what are we doing here? But that's what it's all about. <laughs> yeah, and so the, the, the five fans that you can see in the back of that photo that Bart tweeted out, the five obese-looking fans, as you say, Tom, you know, that is us and, and three of our, our friends that have also made it out and are currently in a bar in La Rochelle whilst we whilst we sit here and, and record this podcast. But yeah, uh, to put it into context, context, at the end of the game, the Bath players kind of walked around the ground, I think, to see if there was anyone else that had made the trip and then eventually got to the, the corner in which we were sat. And I'll call out a couple of people here, actually, who... You know, there are probably 15 guys that ended up coming over and shaking our hands and all saying thank you and took that photo. But there are a couple of people that I will call out individually. I thought Gabe Hamer-Webb made a beeline for us from about the halfway line and they're probably not allowed to interact with us in the way they did because of COVID. But he jumped over the, the barrier and he said, boys, thank you. I'm going to shake you by the hand and say thank you for coming. And that then led to all of the other guys doing exactly the same. And the second guy I'll call out and regular listeners of this podcast will not be surprised to hear me call this guy's name. But Rory McConaughey, who unfortunately got injured during the game was not with the players at the end of the game, was in the changing room and then made a, a, an obvious conscious effort to come out separately after the game to say thank you. And it's just those little things that make all the it's, difference. And that genuinely, 
has made the the trip completely worthwhile. Yeah, and it, it, like I say, it makes you want to be a bath fan. It makes you appreciate the lows, and 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 hopefully when we get back up to the highs, it'll make you love those too. And I think they, you know, the, the guys that came over, a lot of them were the academy guys, guys that who properly care about the club, care about the supporters, understand that we're. You know, the supporters who, sadly, it was us five only at the ground, but supporters who generally travel, they go through everything to get to get to get to Bath. We were pretty jammy, as you say, to get into the ground. But I think so, someone like Josh Bayliss, guy who's come through the academy, worked really hard on his game, now he's getting Scotland honours. And when he turned up and he, he, came, he came over the barrier and shook our hands, and he was bashed up he'd, he'd taken a, a heavy shot he had, he, had a, he had a dead shoulder and he'd under one eye and his right eye it was it was busted he had blood blood on his right eye basically like a almost looking like a boxer and it's like well, these guys do go for a lot and they do care and it, it yeah it makes you happy without wanting to you know after a couple of glasses of wine without wanting to become too <laughs> too soft fair play to them and we'll you know whatever happens you know, we'll, we'll be behind them, and I think there's a lot of fans in the same, in the same, in you know, in the same situation as us. Yeah, we were, we were representing all of you listeners who probably a lot of you booked tickets and then sensibly decided not to come. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, representing you guys and, and having a, a fantastic weekend, Tom. Obviously, despite the result. Bath. We've not talked about the game yet, no, have we? We haven't. I don't know if you've got any kind of. I think we'll probably touch on this more when when we reconvene back in the UK. But I don't know if you've got any outstanding thoughts on the result that you, that you want to well, share. Well, I, I think it was, it was it was it was it was you know it wasn't it was pretty expected how it went to be honest. I think the at one point thirty nine nil. I think it wasn't mm. one point. It was looking pretty grim, and they were doing what we expected them to do. Bath seemed convinced and 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 were kicking for the corner on every penalty. Ben Spencer missed that one penalty kick, but then after that, it was, go, it was go to the corner. And you know, I, I'd caveat this with the fact that, and I, I said this to you at the time, if you'd said to me a couple of years ago, the backline in a European Cup game away to La Rochelle in the Champions Cup will be Joe Simpson. I mean, you know, he's a wasp player, as far as I was concerned, a couple of years ago. But then Ben Spencer fly half, Tom Priddy on the wing, Will Butt in the centre, mm. Will Muir, who then had to go off because we had a yellow card at scrum time. It's and Rory McConaughey at, at fullback, who mm. then got injured, and who was playing at fullback at that point? I mean, it wasn't even clear. We were we were severe we, we are severely depleted. But let's be honest, I mean, even if we weren't, we would have we, we would we would have lost that game. You know, La, La Rochelle, a pretty impressive outfit. I think they're a hard team to beat. We scored a, a couple of tries and they were, you know, nice looking tries. I mean, particularly the the Joe Simpson try with the when Will Butt straightened, got through the line, we had an overlap. We took that opportunity really nicely. But La Rochelle, I think someone said to us, have conceded one try on average per game in the top fourteen this year. They're a they're a hard team to beat. We th- th- there was no way we had a chance there, but I, I think it was a it was it was a pretty good effort. And look, if they'd start the clock at half time, we win that game. We won the second <laughs> half. We won the second half. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, as, yeah. as Max Clark said to us at the end of the game, Tom, it's a shame it's eighty minutes, not just the second yeah. forty. And I, you know, I, I, it was nice to see them show a little like some heart and not just roll over and be tickled. Because yeah, as you say, at thirty nine nil on fifty minutes. That was only going one way, and and yeah, the, the supporters around us said that no team scored more than one try yeah. at La Rochelle in the in the top fourteen this season. Just to score three it's, is impressive. Now I think all three of them were kind of on the break and and not 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 well worked tries. And I think when we did get phase play in their twenty two, 
they, they looked they they were they looked like they were far more physical than us. Um, but I think it was good to, to to see them show fight. And I think like genuinely, so when we scored the first try, and obviously we're the only Bath fans in the ground, we stood up and we went absolutely crazy because all we wanted when we went out there was to see them score one try, and. Could barely see it though. We could barely see it. It was, oh, the wrong end. <laughs> it was at the wrong end, but no word of a lie. The La Rochelle fans around us sarcastically clapped our try. The third try, they weren't sarcastically clapping it. And I think we did ruffle a little bit of feathers. And I thought the way we played for 10 minutes in particular, but I think throughout that that second half, kind of warmed, warmed, warmed the heart a little bit. And it was it was a cold day. And that's not to say that, that we played well. You know, I thought in the first half in particular, some of the some of the defensive organisation was was you know just just shocking and, and they opened us up at will and, and seemed like they could score whenever they want and we were no way in their league but I think it was nice to to see them show a bit of yeah, fight in that second. yeah and I think that it, at times during the last couple of seasons we've had we've we've let the game get away from us in the last 10 20 minutes and we've said loads of times on this podcast you know that the the scoreline has not flattered us as in we've lost by 40 points but it felt like it was close ish for the for the majority of the game this scoreline i mean 39 21 18 points away with a depleted side with injuries with a uh, yellow card for for a prop we've 18 points away to the finalists is a, is, a, is a pretty good result I think the reality of it is that in this case that scoreline probably flatters us mm. but I think there were guys that stood up and you know I think Josh Bayless had a had a, had a good game and yet again showed that he 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 really cares he really will put his body on the line mm. I, I don't think I, you know, I won't call out on names but I don't think there's, that's the case for all players in that team some of the players seem to wilt a little bit he puts in he puts his body on he's not a number eight and he's work he's he's mm. taking some serious licks there and and carrying on i think the other guy that i we've we spoke about a couple of weeks ago i think valerie Mor- morozov when he came on he looks a handy loose head to me he's a big boy yeah he looks a handy loose head I, I yeah he looked great in that in that great <laughs> kit uh, he so i think he's he's a he's a he's a he's a pretty he's a, he's a handy signing and for us now it's you know with this season's got away from us we can't go any further in europe best case scenario in the premiership we might scrape past worcester but that even that's unlikely being 11 points behind so this season now is about thinking who are the players that we want to invest in for the future and how do we make how do we put ourselves in a, in a situation where when all these changes get made at the end of the year we're in the best position to springboard off that and I think that some of the fight as you said that we we showed in that second half was 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 positive signs and I think it's becoming clearer and clearer who are the players that we want to invest in for the long term and who are the players that perhaps yeah. will be the past era of Bath Rugby and, and, and probably probably need to move on there's a centre that we've all got in mind let's be real and I, and, I, and I think Will Buck coming on made a massive difference and him coming over as well He's, yeah, he's got massive hands, and I really like him. He's got massive hands. <laughs> so does uh, Tom Ellis, is a big boy as well. You seem to go a bit quiet about you not thinking he was up to standard when he was shaking your hand. But we'll, we'll move on from that. <laughs> the other thing is we should say, and we should wrap this up because we're probably ranting. Is, if anyone's listening to this, fair play because I'm not even listening to this. <laughs> the, the we 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 were we were we were having you know we were we we met a few fans who were great, and we should also say the hospitality that we've had so far in La Rochelle is is unbelievable. And it was the same for those fans who were out in 
Clermont Auvergne or Toulouse in the, in the past seasons come by the hospitality French rugby clubs are it's it's incredible and people have been people have been so nice and we were stumbling around last night in the freezing cold trying to find a you know somewhere to have a bit of food and a drink and we 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 stumbled across a couple a few of the the La Rochelle players you G actually identified Danny Preso who is one of my all-time favorite players I probably mentioned him on this podcast before but if I haven't I think he's He's a well for me. He's a proper player. He's not looking up to his potential. I won't go into the detail on this. <laughs> but anyway, we walked we walk around. I saw him. We went up to him. I turned around the corner, and Uni Antonio and Will Skelton was there, <laughs> and, a, and and a couple of others that, of the La Rochelle players who we didn't know. And we ended up having a chat with them, having a photo with them. They were they they, they were top blokes, and that's what European away days are, isn't it? Mm. It's about it's just about stuff that you don't expect to happen. Yeah, um, I know what you're going to say. I thought Will Skelton was... <laughs> I wasn't even going to throw you under the bus, but yeah, you did misidentify Will Skelton, which uh, yeah made all the other La Rochelle players in the, the, that were there in that bar enjoy it hugely. And I said, is that, is that a Sefer to Corey? And they all just went crazy. He's the he's the 25 stone bloke who plays at Toulouse. But, but, yeah. And, and not, not to kind of rub it in, but we do hope that you um, are kind of living vicariously through our great experience this weekend. As Tom pours himself another glass of rosé. It's up on it's, the mic, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's probably time for uh, for us to call this to, uh, call this a day. Um, get back to um, La Rochelle. Get back to the wonderful, beautiful city that that we are currently in. Are we not are we not going to look ahead to the game against Leinster, who've just put eighty nine. You know, we're one of the few teams. <laughs> there's probably not many teams who've conceded seventy plus points on two occasions in half a season. Less Leinster have just beaten Montpellier eighty nine seven. Two Bath boys running out. Henry Thomas. Who we were watching, and uh, you know, he's, I hope his pension's good. And Zach Mercer off the bench, legend of, of Bath, obviously. 89 points to seven, and we've got them at the wreck, is it? Yeah. We've let, got them at the wreck next, next, yeah. next week. Let's not go into the detail of that one. I just want to say thank you so much, so much for listening. Um, I will just go on record again say thank you so much to Bath for, for helping us out. Uh, get into the ground this weekend and for coming over and, and saying thank you they generally seemed like they appreciated the, the support that we had um, and thank you guys for listening obviously a very different podcast to our usual selves and we will be back in our normal capacity probably a little bit hungover in London next week to, to probably look ahead to that Leinster game um, but thank you for listening Thank you for getting in touch with us over on social media throughout this weekend. Yeah, the engagement's um, great, isn't it? It's been great. The, the engagement's great. We really are kind of here for, for you guys. And yeah, we are representing representing Bath and, and people seem to be really appreciated. By the fans, for the fans and cowboying about France like no one's business. Exactly. So, so thank you for listening. Please do get in touch with us. Please do, as always, share with a friend. If there's a friend out there that wants to hear what La Rochelle's like, great share with them and hopefully we'll draw these guys again in the champions cup soon and all of you can come out here and enjoy what is just an incredible city so thank you very much and always stick behind the boys through thick and thin